This well-known gospel speaks to our present moment. In a world of not my problem, Jesus instructs us to show up for one another, to extend mercy to one another. As with any good teaching, however, there is more churning beneath the surface of this story than meets the eye. Through the parable of the Good Samaritan, Jesus calls out cheap religion. He defines what it means to be neighborly. He reiterates one of his favorite pieces of wisdom, which is that at every moment there is something sacred at stake. And he illustrates for us what it looks like to reach across a line in the sand that has been drawn by a polarized culture. A man was traveling between Jerusalem and Jericho when he was robbed, beaten, and left for dead. In his last speech given in Memphis, Tennessee, on the day before he was assassinated, Martin Luther King Jr. described visiting this very road. We rented a car and drove from Jerusalem down to Jericho, Dr. King recounts. And as soon as we got on that road, I said to my wife, I can see why Jesus used this as the setting for his parable. It's a winding, meandering road that's conducive for ambushing. Known as the way of blood during the time of Jesus, this road was also how many people traveled to the temple in Jerusalem. Jesus describes the wounded man as left for half dead, first by a priest and then by a Levite, which is a term for someone who assisted with worship, like a deacon in our Episcopal tradition. Some scholars suggest that the priest and Levite were either headed to worship in the temple or were on their way home. In our lingo, we might say that they passed this wounded man on their way to church maybe while they were headed to brunch afterwards. Religion is cheap when it doesn't require anything of us. When it's something that exists in our heads, but is not something that we put into action by treating one another with dignity. Cheap religion cares a lot about believing the right way, worshiping the right way, doing things the right way, and tends to have really strong opinions about how other people should live their lives. Jesus is criticizing those who have all the right answers in the temple, but fail to see God in the faces of real people in real life. Cheap religion and politics can make particularly good bedfellows, The Episcopal priest Barbara Brown Taylor reminds us that Jesus was not killed by atheism and anarchy. He was brought down by law and order allied with religion, which is always a deadly mix. She continues, beware of those who cannot tell God's will from their own. One of the points that Jesus makes through the parable of the Good Samaritan 
is that our religious values are hollow if we are unwilling to put them into action by showing mercy to other people. It's ultimately a Samaritan that stops to help the wounded man. That word Samaritan might not mean much to our ears, but for Jesus' followers, Samaritans represented their adversaries, people on the other side. In other words, Jesus picks the, quote, bad guy to be the good guy. Jesus chooses someone from outside of his own tribe and religion to be the hero of his story. I was honored this past Tuesday to serve as the guest chaplain for the House of Representatives. Speaking from the floor of the House felt surreal. And as I toured the halls of the Capitol, I could feel the vaunted history of our country. But I could also feel the scenes from January 6th. Our current moment is increasingly hostile. Pew Research finds that there's a tendency on both the left and the right to associate primarily with like-minded people to the point of actively avoiding those that we disagree with. More and more, we live in ideological silos, both in regards to the people that we're in relationship with and those that we physically live around. Our culture is growing more dualistic. It is us versus them. Jesus totally undercuts this type of thinking. For Jesus, what it means to be a neighbor is not to share the same ideology or politics or race or religion or zip code. You can share all of these qualities with someone else and still not care for them, still not treat them well. What it means to be a neighbor is to show up for one another and to show mercy to one another. Jesus believed at his core that life is full of opportunities to see God and other people. Rabbi Abram Joshua Heschel said, something sacred is at stake in every event. Barbara Brown Taylor puts it this way, every human interaction offers you the chance to make things better or make things worse. Desmond Tutu offered the instruction to do your little bit of good where you are because it's those little bits of good put together that overwhelm the world. Showing up and showing mercy requires us to believe one another's experiences even if we have not shared those experiences ourselves. In her book, Atlas of the Heart, Brene Brown suggests that we need to dispel the myth that empathy is walking in someone else's shoes. Rather than walking in your shoes, she writes, I need to learn how to listen to the story you tell about what life is like in your shoes and then believe you, even when it doesn't match my own experience. Not only does the Samaritan pour oil and wine over this man's wounds and then bandage him up, But he puts the wounded man on his own animal, takes him to the inn, where he pays the innkeeper for the man's care. And then he tells the innkeeper that if the innkeeper spends more money 
beyond what he has provided, then he will return and make him whole. Every single moment offers us the sacred opportunity to believe one another's experiences and to respond with empathy and mercy. To add another dimension to all of this, right before Jesus tells the parable of the Good Samaritan, he was refused lodging in a Samaritan village. Luke describes how the disciples went to find a place to stay for the night, but they came back empty-handed. It seems that the Samaritans did not care for them any more than they cared for the Samaritans. With this context in mind, we can see that Jesus tells the parable of the Good Samaritan as a reversal of a situation that he just lived out. Rather than submit to a prevailing narrative that there was a line in the sand separating these two types of people, Jesus chooses instead to reach across that line and flip the script. Jesus tells a new story. Barbara Brown Taylor asks, who is the last person in the world you would want to give you CPR? Who is the last person in the world you would hate to thank for saving your life? That is your good Samaritan. In this increasingly hostile and polarized world, full of folks who think only of themselves, Jesus calls upon us to put the values of our religion into action by seeing the face of God in other people by remembering that there is something sacred at stake in every single moment, and by reaching across lines that have been drawn in the sand to write a new story that's based upon showing up for one another and showing mercy to one another. In the name of God, amen.